Well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, gay, and Adam's gay, gay, and Ryan's gay, and Clark is gay. It's Homo Homo Superior. Featuring Jason. Welcome, Jason. I am also gay. Yes. And Jason's gay. Gay. Uh, We're missing Adam, Clark, and Ryan. Yeah. That's a lot of gay missing. Yeah. Uh, You make up for it, honey. (laughs) Do I? It's the list, isn't it? And the dress. And the dress. So, a uh, special extra episode. We are talking about Aquaman. Uh, we saw a special sneak preview. Uh, Aquaman, of course, is the uh, set in the DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, it is the solo film of a character introduced in the Justice League film. Uh, Jason Momoa plays him. Um, and it's got a very interesting, like, stellar cast. Like, Nicole Kidman and Will Julie Defoe. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Uh, What's his name who played? Patrick uh, Wilson. Yeah, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, so it's got, it's got like, a pretty decent cast, but... A lot of fish. Some famous fish. A lot of famous fish. Great whites there. Great whites <laughs> there. Seahorse. Hammerhead. Uh, He's got a lot of great white privilege. Crab man. <laughs> Turtle. Uh, fish boy. <laughs> who is the thing on the, uh, star, the starfish, or the starkiss? What starfish? Uh, they got Leoplurodons. Uh, Kraken. <laughs> you got Nemo, Dory. <laughs> no, they had Dory. Dory was there. Like, right, she so was obviously, this is, you should yeah. assume this is spoiler stuff. Julie Andrews plays plays the the Kraken, and that's what she is. She's a tentacled, clawed lobster monster. And Do you she think she's likes... getting typecast? I mean, like you know, with like you know, with <laughs> the music, Victor Victoria. She likes raindrops on roses. Yeah. Uh, and destroying kittens. Um, so anyways, Aquaman is a notoriously difficult character to get right. Uh, I think he has been the butt of jokes for a long time. And I think it's because of his, um, appearance back in the old Super Friends cartoons where he was the guy that could talk to fish and he was, you know, on the same team as Superman, Batman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman. Uh, and there's been a lot of different interpretations of the character in comics and cartoons uh in movies now mm-hmm. uh do you think this film succeeds uh and is it is it really bizarre to have somebody's championing like the uh, uh, championing monarchy within the film yes two, two separate questions but i think they're kind of linked so, yeah so there's there's him as a depiction as a character and then him as a depiction of what he stands for and represents and i think that the smart thing that they did was the way that they handled his talking to animals It wasn't super cheesy and stupid. He's like saying things to them and then there's the kind of ripple wave effect and they kind of understand, but they don't talk back. Except for Julie Andrews. Um, yeah. I thought that was smart. I thought the like, fish were just being assholes. They were like, we hear you, but we're not going to say anything. Oh yeah, they're really cunty. Yeah. I thought that was good. I think he is a boring, boring Aquaman. Yeah. I just think he didn't have any charm and I kind of think that from all the Aquaman I've read, which is admittedly little, he already has the fidelity to the throne of Atlantis and this kind of sense of entitlement and elitism about the ocean relative to the land. I know that they're trying to take it in a different direction, right. but I think that fundamentally there's something weird about this kind of petulant guy who's now supposed to be king. Yeah, it was kind of like The Rock playing Bruce Willis playing Jason Momoa. There was just like, there was no depth in his character whatsoever. I mean, like... Is that a pun you just made? Yeah, it was kind of a pun. It was kind of like... (laughs) Aquaman is notoriously shallow. Yeah. uh, It was... There's like... 
I just never, I never fell in love with his character at all. I didn't actually, I didn't in Justice League as well. And it's like, oh, I, I can beat things, and I, I'm bad and I'm rough. But you know, there's, there's nothing behind him except for I wanted to get drunk and not be king. So you know, weirdly, um, Jason Momoa's interpretation of Aquaman was what I was worried about with uh, what's his place who played Logan. Um, Oh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, because I had not seen Hugh Jackman in anything before the first X-Men. I was like, they could get this character really wrong by just being kind of like a gruff, you know, tough guy. Uh, but Hugh Jackman is clearly a very talented actor um, and brought a lot of, you know, nuance to, to Logan. Not in one movie, but in several movies, including Logan uh, that was released about a year and a half ago. Uh, Jason Momoa is very one note. Um, he is like that hot guy that you see that can like speak in one syllable words, uh, and has no real personality or sense of humor, but gets by on his looks. Well, I think that there's like with these superheroes and we've kind of talked about it before, but the superheroes, the way that they kind of seem to work in a movie is that there's some actor who is mostly that, and then they've been put perfectly into that role. Like Tom Holland as Spider-Man is like perfect. Uh, Tony Stark has been Robert reshaped, Downey, yeah. has reshaped that character because of who he is. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. I think Woman. Gal Gadot is the only one in the DC universe, uh, the the DCU that really actually is like I'm like that's Wonder Woman. Yeah, like when she talks, she's got empathy and strength together. Yeah, and Jason Momoa is whatever. I, it really is just like a drunk, like angry guy. Yeah, yeah. I, it's funny that you mentioned. Wolverine, because I thought the first standalone Wolverine movie was awesome. <laughs> and it kind of reminded me of this movie a little bit. Yeah. I was thinking about that today. That the effects were so cheesy in that movie, and I thought there was a lot of similarities with that one note, uh, kind of pushing a, a storyline forward where there was no cohesion with the characters whatsoever. Well, that, and also I didn't. Um, I was never invested in the characters, to your point. You know, Mira, even, even, I don't give a fuck about Mira. Well, any of them. Like, I was like, <laughs> I like, I could see the the seams in the script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, now they're going to go do this set piece. Now they're going to do this set piece. Now they're going to do this set piece. Yeah. Oh, here's your call to adventure. Yeah. Here's the uh, the meeting of the goddess. Mm-hmm. Which goes to the writing, which was horrible. Uh, and it's such a fascinating... <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> it's a fascinating bookend to Black Panther, which came out at the beginning of this year. This is how long 2018 has oh, been. God. Black Panther came out this year. Yeah. It was the first superhero movie released this year. Marvel obviously released it. Um... And then, you know, Aquaman, and they both have sort of similar tracks of, of monarchs who uh, have to deal with the, the sort of the, uh, the politics of their, of, of their kingdom. Yeah, it's an origin story of a position rather than their super heroic, heroic title. Correct. And I almost think Aquaman could have benefited from aping Black Panther a little bit more. Yeah. Because... Um, bring in Shuri. Bring, <laughs> Shuri, like, she, she can cross yeah. universes. Like, that's like, yeah... Like let her go wherever she wants to. But Blank Panther was super smart about it. It uh, it didn't shy away from the inherent problems of Wakanda as a nation. Killmonger as the antagonist brought up very compelling points, even though he was the bad guy. Uh, whereas this was super one note, and it was incredibly conservative with a small C. It's like basically like uh, validating the idea of a monarchy. Yeah, uh, and 
you know, the uh, uh, his his brother Oren was that his name, the Ocean Master. Oren, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Oren Hatch, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they like I didn't understand what his motivation was to 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 be able to even like. There's no reason why he should want to take over the land now, except yeah. for environmental reasons. That would have been a much better justification if they didn't just stop it at like the like, first thirty minutes. The first th- the first thirty minutes, <laughs> they like push all like the dirt and stuff back onto the land. Which weirdly, why did if you could do that this entire time, if you can move around <laughs> yeah. dirt, why don't you just move it all into one spot and like help us figure out how to clean it up? You fucking technologically amazing assholes. But it's weird because I think that there is more to. The notion in Black Panther that it's focused on colonization, uh, the nature of um, the black experience in America versus the rest of the world, the degree to which you're trying to deal with diplomacy versus interventionism. What it? What is it that lynches us to that in the wrong phrasing? What is it that like attaches us to that in Atlantis? Because we have no connection to Atlantis. Zero. Right. Other than it being like a mystical... A lot of fake, colors. Like yeah, colors. really bright. Like really Valer- bright. Like Valerian I feel like there was like a... Um, uh, what do they call those lights that you can see blood with in the dark? Oh, black lights? Like, there's like yeah. black lights yeah. everywhere in the yeah. sea. Well, it it just, like, oh, most of that was actually not lights. It was just semen. Fish <laughs> <laughs> are semen. just coming in the water. Like, just shitting everywhere. Yeah. Well, it took all, like, the mo- like the most basic parts of, like, Thor and, like, Asgard, even um, Wonder Woman and Themyscira, you know, and taking, like, removing any charm or depth to those to those societies and to those settings and just putting it underwater like it was so generic oh um he's now king arthur great like you've basically done like the most basic version of an arthurian legend you know but happened to put it underwater because they were also the whole movie they were like uh you have to prove it to the people you have to prove it to the people yeah and then what like, people there's then, no people then by the end of the movie he never saw any of atlantis again no. and then he's the and then he's the and he's the king i saw him a guy with a stick <laughs> and yeah. then everything turned around there yeah. um i want to kind of revisit villains because you brought up Black Panther. Yeah. Which Killmonger is an amazing villain. Yes. Great. Um, I thought that the villains sucked in this movie and that there was zero cohesion between Black Manta and Aura? Aura? Oren. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Orca. (laughs) So, you have these two things, like, these two villains at the same time, which I had no feeling about whatsoever. The point I made about seeing the seams in the script, it's like, oh, they brought in Black uh, Manta to set up a sequel. Yeah, like, I was like, that's exactly why the, he's in the movie. Like, he, if you took Black Manta he was a out, horrible actor. He wasn't uh, great. He was not great. If you take him out of the film, like the film would have wouldn't have lost anything. No, at uh, all. it is definitely the cheapest way of setting stuff up. I the, like my problem with the nature of the villains in this was, you know, you could have done this where it was lower stakes and. Like, you're not immediately going to take over the world, but it's actually about how uh, Orin wants to consolidate all the kingdoms in the ocean and become the Ocean Master. And then the next movie yes, would be would about be. his assault on land. Right. And I thought it would be like, oh, this is kind of interesting that you've got this major moment that is a shared historical moment among these peoples that shifts some of them into being like aquatic creatures 
and others, you know, allows them to just breathe water. That was another thing. Like, where did the evolution... That I'm was okay weird. with that. I don't know when it happened or whatever I'm supposed to deal with it. I, I was willing liked, to hand wave that away, yeah. I would have liked for it to have been <laughs> rather than... things. A kind of Lord of the Rings, like, we're just, we're just combining now. It doesn't really matter. If they really leaned into... The actual political intrigue and nuance, and I think the audience could be on. ready for that because we've been all been conditioned on seven seasons of Game of Thrones. Yes, of like the of like the the political machinations, and you don't. I mean, it's a two hour movie, so you can't go into all like the various. Uh, it should have been an origin story of Atlantis as well as Aquaman. I I, I I wouldn't have trusted this creative team to handle that well, though. Like, yeah. I think there is a good story to be told there. There's a, actually. One of the most classic comic book runs of Aquaman was in the 90s by a writer called Peter David. He's written a lot of stuff for Marvel. He wrote, he wrote the X-Factor series and made Madrox the multiple man who he is. Yeah. Mark loves that uh, that run. Um, but he had a precursor series called the Atlantis Chronicles. And it like set up this entire generational uh, saga of everything that was happening in Atlantis like before Aquaman. Yeah. And so uh, when he wrote the, the main series... He was able to mine the mythology that he helped create uh, uh, for 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 that comic. Obviously, in a two-hour movie, you can't. It's really tough to do. You've got to do shorthand. But I wish they had. There was there was an opportunity to make some to have some depth there. And even when the movie began, I was like, if this is a super cheesy movie, like a la Van Helsing, to bring up, um, um, I can't think of his name, the actor Keanu Reeves. No, no, Logan. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Again, I, I yeah. keep I'm having a mental block here. Or like Flash Gordon from the early '80s with oh, the Queen's campy. Something, something, something super campy. I would have really enjoyed it, but like there was no chemistry among all the leads. Even the really talented actors that I mentioned before: Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe, uh, Patrick Wilson. None of them were interested in being in that movie. Who, did, who believed being, Patrick Wilson loved Mira? At all? Uh, no, I, no clue. I <laughs> don't know why her uh, her father. Oh, it was a what's his name? Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Yes, Dolph many Lundgren talented actors. And his orange dyed hair that somehow stays dyed even though it's in the ocean. Really impressive hair work down there. Uh, they left like eight it's spots in his creepy hair. Yeah, um, th- his his seeming like he's supposed to be a tactical genius and aware. Of what's supposed to be going on, and him being kind of a dunderhead, uh, Orin being interested in this relationship with Mira even more than like a political transaction. Yeah, it felt like a real arranged marriage at that point. It's the it's only to set up a fake tension between him and Aquaman even further. That oh, he not only is stealing my kingdom, he's stealing my gal. He also fired her on her really quickly after she like. Yeah, like he tried to kill her like the moment that she left. Yeah, and why and you're did, like well, okay? <laughs> and why does Mira like we got no motivation on why she felt that way? Like she was against Orn's plan to like take over the world, become the Ocean Master. Yeah, like she all of a sudden she's almost like a plot device. She just sets, she comes up, tries to get Arthur Curry to come and you know be the champion of Atlantis or be the king of Atlantis, but. We don't know why. Yeah, there's there's no reason given. Not not a good and one. It's at least not the same actress that was in Justice League either. Was it really not? No, I thought it was the same girl, but they just dyed her. Was hair. Mira in Justice League? Yeah, yeah. when he went to go get the the box. In oh, I and she's it. like, "Hey, you're, I know your mom abandoned you, but she does love you." And he's like, "I don't care about Atlantis." And she's like, "Okay." 
<laughs> it's a very good it impression. Was, it was that was actually probably Julie Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Was alive and, uh, that's good. And I talk about one thing I did like about the movie because I know we're shaking on it a lot. Um, and James Wan is actually a fairly talented director. Like he's done a lot of horror films. Um, and so I was hoping that he, add one more to that list. Uh, Inadvertently scary. No, because he killed it. Uh, uh, boo. Uh, there's a one scene when they're on that boat and it's like storming. Um, yeah. Yes. And then all the like the piranha above the uh, the trench. Yeah, above the trench, all the piranha men come in. Uh, that was actually, I think, well staged. Yes. Uh, and then the scene when they go into the water and all of the piranha men are like kind of swirling around them, I thought that was a very haunting image. I would say there are, there were several shots that were relatively interesting, unique ones. Especially mm-hmm. there were some fight shots that were done in the water that actually make a little bit more sense, you know, to see in water than versus like a fight on land. Yeah. So using the three dimensional aspect of water. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I hated how many large sweeping uh, rotational shots they did where they've got two characters in the middle and the camera circles around them yeah, eight times. Right. It's so disorienting. It was like an Uber ride after you've been hungover for a while. They did They did it like eight or nine times. I mean, it's it's embarrassingly a lot. So we're leaning into stuff that obviously like didn't work. There were some weird fucking choices in this movie. Uh, great choices. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, where to be? Where to begin? Sicily. I'd like to start with uh, Africa, where there's no black people. Uh, there's no black people. <laughs> um, Africa by Toto is yeah. sung by Pitbull. <laughs> Why? Why? Um, this is something. So I actually had to look this up because one of the seven kingdoms that you know is now gone. Of the sea is called. They're called the deserters. Yeah, and they're or the deserters. The deserters. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> because they're in the desert. But the Sahara Desert hasn't been a desert for seven million years. <laughs> and also, in order to become a desert, that water filtration actually <laughs> created the Mediterranean Sea, which is where the other kingdoms are. I know it's not important for the movie. I just think it's really stupid or bold to call them the deserters that early on. Um, yeah. Also, as I we talked after the movie, I found when they when they when they were finished finding where the 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 sword was, where the triton was, yeah. Then they were just there in the Sahara, and uh, uh, and you mentioned good editing that we just forgot that they were in the fucking Sahara, and yeah. they took a plane to get there, and I they guess they somehow. I guess they walked red hats, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I guess like oh, I'm in the middle of the Sahara, yeah. you know. Well, we found a guy to fly us here, and then. <laughs> The girl just jumps out of the plane. They didn't mention parachutes before. Redheads, am I right? They're yeah. never paying attention to gravity. Um, also, like money, what, like what How they, do they pay get with galleons? Because they pay with galleons. They got a lot of in Atlanta. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Black Manta. He got paid in galleons. Like just gold. He just wants your money. You got, you he just wants uh, Aquaman dead. I mean, do you take that to Bank of America and you're like, "Here's my galleons." It's it's, it's the cryptocurrency. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, let's get into the. Sicily. Let's get into fucking okay. Sicily. Yeah. All right, so Sicily. All right, like it looks. It didn't look like Sicily. It looked like Epcot Sicily. First <laughs> yeah. of all, like I have never seen. It was I've like the, the Olive Garden. Of it, yeah, when you're there, your family. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're there, your family. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there is just some weird fucking choices to show. It was clearly uh, the the setting was to show that 
uh, Arthur was trying to make a point to Mira that like human beings are worth saving. But yeah. why Sicily? Uh, <laughs> Look, no, Sicily is a perfectly good place to make the case yeah. human beings are worth saving. A soundstage that looks like Sicily yeah. is not that place. Yeah, well, you see uh, a bunch of tourists eating pizza like they're in fucking New York, yeah. like folding the slice in. They've got these tiny slices of pizza that have like a mountain of pesto on top. Yeah. It got so bad because we saw these, it, like, it's like a panning shot and you see like, this guy like giving a girl an ice cream cone, and then you see people eating sandwiches and pizzas wrong, and then like some some girls like <laughs> falling it and just like throwing coins at a fountain in somehow a way that never seems like anyone's throwing a coin in a fountain that way. Yeah, and we literally are like she threw a galleon. We're laughing. We are laughing out loud at how unnatural. It's like the, the director's oh, like, was. okay, but look like you're in Sicily. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the direction oh, and the drone. Yeah. Yeah, oh, the drone so, shot of Sicily. It's so bad. It, it, yeah. No one looked like they were... They and half of it was on a soundstage. Yeah. Oh, all of it was on a soundstage. <laughs> okay, so more in Sicily. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the attacks in Sicily because the, uh, the Atlantean guard... Who's apparently the best guard that Atlanta ha- Atlantis has <laughs> yeah. is trying to kill Mira and uh, uh, Aquaman, and they're running around and they're destroying people's homes. They do the old fucking gag, which I'm sick of, which is where there's something big and crashing going on, and there's some old character nearby who just sits and watches and doesn't freak out at all. <laughs> yeah. They break into a woman's home and like destroy and she's her property. Just yeah. And she's just, and then they continue destroying the rest of Sicily. Still better than Mussolini. I mean, come on. Yeah. And no cops showed up. Do you notice that? No. It's Sicily. There are no cops. Yeah. It's Sicily. <laughs> um, oh, but can we talk about the most ridiculous scene when there is a man with his family? This is what I was getting to. Oh, okay. All right. Is that they're destroying. Black Manta has reconfigured. Atlantean technology. Don't know how he knows how to do that, but whatever. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. We suspended all belief on that. Yeah. yeah. It's, I actually million. think his suit kind of looked cool, but... Yeah, I mean, it's a good... And it looked like the comics. He's literally destroying buildings, and rock and debris is falling on top of people. And this guy has been... His legs are crushed by a, a rock wall that's this just massive boulder that's crushing his legs and his wife and kids come over and they're like oh papito papito and then they Italian pizza pizza lasagna and Aquaman comes over and he like lifts up the rocks to see the guys pulverize legs no just kidding the guy's legs weren't crushed they were just gently pressed down in the movie he got up and walked Walked away. <laughs> he jogged away, I think. Yeah. Um, there was also, just before that, this massive bell that was going to crush oh, a girl. Yeah. yeah. And Aquaman runs and dives into the bell as it's about to hit the girl. Yeah. Rather than grab the girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and into a house. So the bell, the bell wildly flies into a crowd of people. <laughs> I'm sure killing, killing people. Yeah. No, no, no. They probably just walked away from okay, that. So meanwhile, Mira, oh my God. <laughs> There's so many bad things. She's getting, she's getting beat up and then she like gets kicked into this little grocery store that has like a bunch of wine bottles on the walls and she's like, fighting back and then she realizes oh wait, wait wine's I, water I have the power to control water and wine is water Jesus Christ rules apply yeah, so exactly. <laughs> so 
These two of the most elite guards in Atlantis yeah. make a run for her, and she destroys all the bottles of wine around her and turns them into wine spears and stabs them with the wine water. Honestly, I actually kind of like that scene. Really? I kind of did, because it was so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I'm like, I respect the choice. This is what I wanted on the movie. Like, go nuts. Go absolutely nuts. Like, the, the rest of it was super boring, but, like, I wanted the sheer camp. Of something like that. I would have liked that a lot more if she was more thoughtful about if they thought more about how she would actually use her powers as someone who can control water. So the other thing I want to bring up uh, is is again this movie is incredibly conservative because the only the elite Atlanteans can uh, be breathed underwater and and breathe above water. Was that something you wanted to bring up, Jason? No, I wanted to bring up one more thing about the wine. Thing. Okay, yeah. all right. Sorry, we'll go. I, I know we have to move on. But um, I don't know. This is important, Jason. Yeah. I don't know if it's y'all, but during superhero movies, I always want them to move it away from cities. So there's just fighting and not just like breaking shit. Yeah. So I'm always thinking about, oh my God, I hope they Collateral have insurance yeah. when you destroy their house. And so this whole time I'm watching this like fight scene, I'm like, why don't they just fucking dive in the water? Because they're surrounded everywhere by water. And so why keep destroying the city? I just didn't understand why they didn't try to escape the she city. She just destroyed, yeah, because she actually personally helped destroy a man's way of living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And destroying all the wine that like, the, the owner had. That man running through the houses the whole time, I'm like, oh, they're just like killing the city. Why don't she, she could just bring water and sweep them back into, I just, I just can't. I just can't with that. Yeah. At all. I'm sorry. No, I think that's, uh, it's always important to have like superhero insurance if you live in that world. Well, so that's actually in Marvel Comics. We even talked about this and they mentioned it in the Spider Man, um, Homecoming movie was there was a group called Damage Control that that deals with, with the collateral damage that's in, in there. So, but I would like to see heroes be more heroic and realize, oh fuck, we're like destroying, not just killing people, but we're destroying their entire way of life. And so try to move like the battle away from. That is a weird thing about any of these movies that that mentality isn't something that they talk about. Yeah. Cause normally in like TV shows, they're actually like, hey, let's move the fight away from people. Yeah. And they're like trying to. Yeah. Shift I around. feel like in. They did it in Avengers. So. I feel like in Justice League though too, that they, they set, the setting was the abandoned. Island between Metropolis and Gotham. Oh, yeah. sorry, that was Batman versus Superman. Superman. Justice, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they did that in a way so it, there wasn't clarity. It, because yeah. after super, the first Superman, and they basically destroyed, destroyed Metropolis. Metropolis yeah. that, well, even like Justice League, flawed as that movie was, they kind of dealt with helping people like in these battle zones. I mean, it was a super cheesy subplot of that Russian family they kept showing over and over again. God damn. Oh my but God. but so my point is that they showed the heroes being heroes and trying to save them. Yeah. Um, and so I actually That's kind fair. of... That's I, I, I appreciated the effort there. So going like back to what I was saying about... Racism. The, the, the pure elitism in this movie. Mm. Monarchy is good. Uh, might makes right. Uh, the person who, who's going to rule has to find a magical object. Monarchies can breathe air. Uh, and that's the thing. The, the, the elites are the ones who can breathe air uh, outside, of the, uh, outside of the ocean or the sea. Yeah. Uh, but the ones with the proletariat cannot. That sets a very weird thing that, like, not, they're, not only are nobles uh, inherently better, uh, but they are more powerful and can adapt to, to, to more uh, uh, environments. I think this, was, this goes... 
you know, back to why Atlantis is less rich than Wakanda of, uh, of a location. And it's because there's location, no, location, location. there's no culture in Atlantis that we really get to see except for from the things that the highest people like scream. Yeah. Um, if, if it was flip, I thought it would be very interesting. If it was flipped the other way around, that it was like, there's condescension to anyone who can, any Atlantean who can breathe, breathe air, water. Yeah, breathe, breathe air. air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're lesser because... They, I think that would have made a much better choice because then it kind of uh, goes into the fact that, like, Arthur is a half-breed. So they kept calling him that yeah. to, like, Which denigrate him. Been a, yeah. And so, like, it would have been a much smarter uh, perspective. I, I, I completely agree with you. So, clearly, this is part of the DC universe. Um which has been had a lot of fits and starts. I think the only really successful movie thus far has been Wonder Woman, both creatively and commercially, I would say. Does this movie build on that universe, or is it an absolute failure, and DC should just blow it up? And No, I don't think it builds on the universe. Because that was I, a loaded question, yeah. Yeah, so I, w- I, I want to go back to what you said earlier about trying to show... The whole Sicily scene was trying to show that you should save humanity. Yeah. Okay, so compare that to, to Wonder Woman. And how at the end, and how she realized that it was love, and it was her love for humanity, and she sees she sees her her camaraderies fighting, and he Steve just died, and she but she still wanted to give everything to to these people, yeah, that are so inherently bad, but so inherently good, and it just does such a wonderful way of her realizing that and her going forward with that, and then Aquaman, I you he I feel like he could give just two fucks. And he didn't. He didn't convey that at all. And the, and, and the thing about like DC's heroes, by and large, Mar- Mar- compared to the Marvel's heroes, Marvel heroes are supposed to have more shades of gray. Uh, and you see that like in the the intro war between certain heroes, like yeah, Iron Man, war. Captain America, yeah. exactly. Um, and it's supposed to be the world outside your window, so they have to deal with that. DC's heroes are much more good and evil. They've they've tried to add elements of gray there, but they are inherently just very very good people. And I think they should just lean into that. And the best DC stories are the ones where, like, they show the goodness and the humanity. And Wonder Woman, the movie, to Jason's point, uh, you know, completely conveys that. Where she falls in love with humanity immediately. Like, a little scene like her eating the ice cream for the first time at the train station. Yeah. Like, completely, she's like, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever had. Good job. You know? um, (laughs) And in this movie, they could have shown that. Instead, they just told us. But she ate roses. Well, she just... They just told us. Because it's it's not Mira. It's supposed to... Because the reason why it works for Wonder Woman is that it's Wonder Woman learning the value of humanity. This movie was like... that, That... With Mira trying to learn why to appreciate... Humanity, it, it's such a weird thing to do because it should be. Why isn't Aquaman learning the value of Atlantis, and why isn't he learning why they should reconcile the two worlds together? So they like switch yeah. their motivations so much. Also, what what would it change? Mira was already in the fight. What would it have changed if she loved humanity more? You know, she was already she was doing, already opposed to the war. Yeah, she was already opposed to the war. So her learn, loving humanity wasn't going to change her mind at all. So. Okay, can we, um, to kind of wrap up in a way that's not a wrap up at all. <laughs> um, um, can oh my we, God, that went quick. Can we talk about what Nicole Kidman was doing? Um, collecting a paycheck, you know, she's got to do uh, her big little hair, too. everything, all of it. It was, just, and she's such an amazing actress. And I mean, given what she had in this movie, I was just, I, she did fine, but I mean, it's still like, uh, this is the second movie this year that she's played a mom who's got a troubled son. 
It is what? true. Oh, Without boy. conversion <laughs> therapy. Without conversion. <laughs> it wasn't a conversion oh, therapy. Uh, he converted to a king. That that uh, cost it. That instead thing, of a queen. That that piranha person costume that she was wearing uh, was horrific. I loved how they like made her hair super messy and yeah. you know like ragged. I'm like, okay, she's trash. She's a white woman. She's a white woman dress. I know we're okay. almost done. Yeah. Can we just talk about why did they travel so far to throw people into the the that part of the ocean where they die? Why did not just shoot them? Um, Atlantis doesn't believe in bullets. Uh, <laughs> that's an air technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't kill during the, using the normal ways. Oh, there's uh, so many other things wrong. I did like the little crustaceans, though. They were, they were, those were, those were kind of cool. Crab the, the crab people. The crab people. Crab Oh, you people. can take crab me, people. but you can't take my allegiance. Uh, some other weird shit. Uh, you had the octopus drum. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You we have. all laughed at the yeah. octopus drum. Um, some other weird shit. It was kind of very uh, Game of Thrones-ish, how quickly they were able to go around the ocean so quickly to oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Time we're, we're, I felt like Atlantis was all like on the coast of North Carolina. The <laughs> <laughs> like they were just all right, like right there. Explains so much. <laughs> I mean, were they in the Were they in the Pacific? Were they in the Atlantic? The acting of the uh, the of the guy who is Arthur, I think, in uh, he's in Vi- in Veep. Uh, he's that awful uh, senator. He's the Asian actor. Oh yes, yeah, yeah he's great. I mean, he's great. Uh, oh, he's on uh, uh, what's his name? The boat. The uh, uh, fresh, off, fresh the boat. off the boat. He's on the boat. Yes, he was on the boat in the movie. He was on a he boat. Was on the boat. Uh, yeah, it's Randall Park. Yes, he's was terrible. <laughs> horrible. He was, but I enjoyed his scenes when he was on like that like the talk show. Yeah, that because like it was it was funny because he's you, a funny guy and like playing a weird conspiracy theorist. But how do you live in a world with Superman and not believe the guy who says there's a man who can talk to fish? Yeah, I just don't. Also, that at all. He was in Justice League. Yeah. They saved the world, yeah. and they and, they, and they, they reference they reference yes. that they like fought Steppenwolf. Wolf. Other box. After, uh, after, and uh, social like, media is dubbing him Aquaman. <laughs> so, uh, uh, to kind of, uh, wrap this up, um, so there's been a handful of movies set in this universe. You have Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, uh, Justice League, Wonder, Wonder Woman, and, well, Wonder Woman, Justice League, and now this. So you have five films. Yeah. Uh, where does this one rank for y'all? Among those, oh, oh boy! God. I mean, it's a real like rogues gallery of films. It's a real Sophie's choice. <laughs> <Yeah. of films. laughs> um, Wait, if, if she hated all her children, can, we, yeah. can I stop at the top? Start at the top and work down. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Wonder Woman's number. One. Wonder Woman's number one. Yeah. Yeah. Then I would say Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh no! I oh, wouldn't. I forgot about Suicide Squad. Yeah. So it's six films. Um. Oh god, no! Suicide Squad's the bottom. Okay, so Wonder Woman, and then I would say. Justice League. Really? Then I would say Batman versus Superman. Okay. And then I would say Aquaman. And then I would say... A uh, snuff film I watched. (laughs) Suicide Squad. A porn that's been deleted from Tumblr. (laughs) Um, Man of Steel. (laughs) um, Man of Steel. And then I would say Suicide Squad. And then what was the worst one of all those? That was Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, not... Why don't you go? No, I mean Suicide Squad is, I think, the bottom. Uh, I never, I never saw it, so I can't, I can't rank. It's aggressively bad. It's so horrible. It's stunningly bad. It gets literally nothing right. So I probably keep in pretty similar order. Uh, I did not hate Man of Steel as much as I really fucking hated Batman vs Superman. I hated that. That pissed me off. Yeah, um, I, I would do Wonder Woman. 
I would probably do Man of Steel next. Yeah. Uh, I would do Justice League third, then Batman v Superman, and then Aquaman, and not having seen Justice League. So I thought Aquaman was worse than Batman v Superman. I mean, I think that's true, yeah. I think think there were redeeming parts of Batman v Superman, a few redeeming parts. I think... I do think Ben Affleck is, your is actually a... Your mother's name is Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your mother's name is Martha too? Let's be friends. Ben Affleck as Batman is not terrible. No. Uh, I think he was actually fine. I, I, that's not the worst part of the movie. Yeah, super inconsistent. Batman in Batman vs. Superman and Justice, Justice League. Justice yeah. 100%. And that's, I think, a lot of the studio trying to like move away from Zack Snyder's darker vision and then, you know, Joss Whedon jumping in. Oh, but uh, what about... Brandon Roth. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Roth was a very good Superman. Superman Returns um, has they have, people have gone back to look at it again, and it's actually not as bad as you. It remember. was just such a bad plot. I don't think the acting was bad at all. I'm just tired. Such a yeah, bad plot. Lex Luthor having he real threw, estate goals. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it was, <laughs> yeah, like, no, it was like the fact that it was such a very like, Trumpian thing. A very uh, like it's such a slavish uh, homage to the Richard Donner films. Yeah. Uh, I'm just the point that this was like the unofficial sequel to Superman 2 and 3 and 4 never happened. Yeah. Um, I think it was a weird choice, but Brandon Routh was very good as Superman. He is a very charming actor. Yeah. Um, I Parker thought... Posey as Miss... I thought she was kind of fun. So, wrapping up... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Aquaman But Aquaman is... It was that bad. I, and I thought it was so worse. so bad. I think it's bad enough that you should pay to go see it in theaters. Do you think it's that bad, or do you think people should just no. watch Aquaman? I know um, TNT on a Sunday while it's snowing. Uh, I, mean, I think you should that. buy the Blu-ray and then chuck it out the window <laughs> yes. on your ride home. Yes, pour it, pour, put it into a bucket of water. Yeah, no, actually, throw it in the ocean. I'm an environmentalist, and I want you to pollute the ocean. <laughs> but this orange is going to push it yeah. back on your then beach. There's, then there's a whole campaign about throwing DVDs into the ocean, <laughs> sea turtles choking on them. Yeah, uh, no, even the turtles were like, nah, no yeah. thanks. So uh, they have taste. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Turtles. Oh, we never did our. We tried to do a double feature song. Anyways, so oh, this sorry. has been Homo Superior. <laughs> uh, Special extra shoot. Thanks you, Jason, for joining. Thanks, guys. Good luck. Happy holidays. Find us on the stuff. <laughs>